Blog Talk Radio. show this is where we tell our stories our way here in the heart of black wall street tulsa oklahoma kbob 89.9 fm and i'm also in here with my co-host sherry lasky how we doing sherry doing fine bobby yeah great 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 so we got a great show going on this evening um uh we've got um kojo Osamoa caesar you know mm-hmm and uh, he's going to be here shortly, and we want you guys to just tune in and uh, hold on one second. Not that big knob. Turn that turn that other knob down. That one, that right here. Take it all away. There we go. Sorry about that. Yeah, so we're in here. A little bit of feedback and noise and stuff happening. So this is election before the election, and which is scheduled to be here tomorrow. So if you haven't vote, voted yet, got out and voted. Go out tomorrow until you find out where your polling place is. If you don't know, then go vote. We need your vote. They say this is the largest voter turnout in history. And hopefully, and I'm just just praying and stuff, that we can get that man out of office who's already in office and and move on to try something different, something new. You know, I'm not saying that it's going to be any better, but... um, at least we can get somebody in there with a little bit more honesty and integrity. You know, uh, the current president, all he does is demean people, talk about stuff, tell a bunch of lies, you know. And, you know, he's got some followers and people who are right there with him, you know, every step of the way. So they are right with uh, Trump, you know, in his administration. We, what would you have to say about that, Sherry? Well... We have had a huge turnout, early voting turnout, and even with that being said, we're still having problems with votes actually being counted in Texas. Their um, Supreme Court turned down a request from the Republicans to throw out like 100,000 ballots, so he's already ready, already trying to mess up the whole system. I'm but, wondering if he... Uh... If he loses, will he leave correctly? You know, no, because that's not in his. That's yeah. not in his he gonna be like a, a little kid on a basketball court with mm-hmm. his basketball, huh? You guys, Man. you guys can't play because I got the ball. Yeah. Well, he's already, he's beyond that. He's just a sad little man. He is. He's got the spirit of a child. Absolutely. He really does. Absolutely. You know, not a mature grown man, just the spirit of a child. He. Mm-hmm. He's shown his true self and. The bottom line is other Republicans see that, and they know where we are in the world. Our standing in the world has been jeopardized as a result of his behavior and how he's handled things. So even some of them have come out against him. Yeah, they are. I believe some of them are going to go and they're going to vote Biden, even though they're a Republican. Yeah, a lot of them have yeah. already said that that's yeah, what they're going to do. They're going to vote Biden because uh, they're very disappointed. Well, and, and rightly so. Yeah, the way the administration <laughs> His administration has turned out. Think about it. When he first got in office, a lot of his people left him. You know, they just left. They got out of there. Because they probably knew from the campaign his behavior. Okay. (laughs) But think about all the people he's let go. Oh, he's let go a lot. Everybody's like a revolving door. Mm -hmm. Nobody. He's hard to work with, probably, and hard to deal with. So. Therefore, people's oh, I'm just not going to mess with this. Don't want to listen to anybody. Nobody. Wants to be the smartest person in the room. Always. Wants all attention on me. So if you're telling a medical doctor (laughs) 
Yeah, he's a, me- a medical a medical doctor. doctor with the training, the education. Even if we okay, just take education out of it, you know, just knowledge base. And you're trying to compete just because you ha- you think your money dictates your knowledge. And you're it's right. Like no, you're still dumb. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You don't have the you know you don't have the mental Cap- capacity. Yeah. A fortitude to do anything other than cry and complain and throw a temper tantrum. And you know he has this habit of calling people names. Oh God! Always he labels everybody with a name. Yeah. Something negative, negative. and right. you know, Sleepy Joe. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, Lion Ted. Yeah, Lion Ted. Crooked <laughs> Hillary. You know, he's always you know, mm-hmm. Maxine the witch and all that wicked witch. And you know he just. He's just so like a big kid. Yeah, he's a bully. He's a yeah, he is he's a, bully. a bully. So he's, he's a, a classic big, bully. He's a big time bully. I wonder what he was like coming up as a kid. He probably didn't have any friends. That's probably why didn't. he tries really, really hard to impress people. Yeah. So I mean, but but the only people that latch on to him are the ones who just kind of like what he does and how he is. And they'll make an excuse and they'll say something like, "Oh, that's just Trump." You know, that's just the way he is. You know, so he's been married three times, three beautiful women, and well, they marry him because of the money. Right, that's the bottom line. That's the only because reason why of the you money. can you you just even his current wife, you know, it's because of the money. I didn't have this mm-hmm. one baby for you. I'm here. I didn't want to be here, but I'm here. I'm kind of halfway pretend that I. I I like you sometimes, but most of the time it's like it's obvious. Well, there's yeah. no there is no integrity or honesty there, so, uh, decision making. And, you know, you don't hear a lot about plans of what that administration is going to do. You never hear about the plans. They don't have any. Yeah, so and that's what I'm saying. They don't have any plans. They don't you have know. any. Yeah, they, they don't have any at all. But, hey, everybody, uh, in the studio, you know, if you're going to the polls tomorrow, we want you to vote for Kojo Osamoa Caesar, who was in the house. How are we doing, my brother? I'm doing good. How are you, Bobby? Man, doing fine, man. This is the day before the big day. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. thank you for taking time. I know you've been busy. Yes. We've been watching and keeping up with you. You've been all over the place, man. You know what I mean? Uh, campaigning and doing what you do. How you feeling, man? Tell everybody how you feel. Man, I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling really good. Um, you never know with these things, right? <laughs> it can go anyway. We know after 2016, especially. So yeah, yeah. Um, but but we've been everywhere, right? We've been up and down the district, talking to repressed independents, libertarians, mm-hmm. unaffiliated, young people, old people, right? So um, or young and young at heart, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> but so like that's all you can do, right? You can you know talk to everybody, preach the message of bridging the divide. Um, talk about having a compassionate platform, being about trying to help people and doing it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, people have to make their own decisions mm-hmm. and it's up to them to go into that voting booth and, you know, vote. vote. Um, and so that's what you can do. So I think we've done everything in our power and we feel very good about what we've been able to do. Looking overall at the overall picture, right? what are you hearing the most out there from people? What's the main thing that you're kind of hearing that's, Oh, man, everybody's kind of hitting on this. Yeah, I think people are anxious, right? Um, Whether you're Republican or Democrat, people are not sure what's going to happen after the election, right? Mm -hmm. Like, is the president going to agree to transition peacefully Mm -hmm. if he loses? Right. Um, Or, you know, is there going to be a civil war after the election? You know, like, there's this sense that we're so divided that even after the election— this thing may not necessarily be decided, right, in terms of how people are going to react. And so from the social standpoint, yeah, from. Uh, yeah. yeah. So but but I think people are exhausted. People are ready to get this over with and um, they're ready to move forward. And the message, our final closing message that has really resonated with people is bridging the divide. Like, can we have leaders who are going to try to bring us together? Right. We're going to try to heal the divisions. Right. Because. We're tired of fighting, right? We're tired of this constant battle 
right? 2020 has been tough. It's been exhausting. It's been very exhausting. I understand the suicide rate has been up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Alcohol and drug addiction and everything is up, man, you know, because of COVID and stuff. And it shut a lot of things down. And we need leaders who are going to have a plan and and that people can relate to you and feel, actually feel and have Mm -hmm. confidence in that and that leader, you know, that they're going to make the right things and change the right policy, right. you know, because policy change is so yeah. important. Don't you think so? Yeah. We need maturity. We yeah. need the adults to be adults. Like, <laughs> stop calling people names, you know, stop. Right. You know, they're saying grade school, right? So just trust the scientists, trust the health experts. Make plans, right? <laughs> think about the future. Really? Think simple about stuff. the moment, right? The simple um, thing. Yeah, let's do the simple things. It's like, you know. Like, Why do you think that a lot of people go in that direction, though? You know, with someone who, like a big kid. Well, we mm-hmm. were just talking about it earlier, like a big child. Yeah. Why do you think they attach themselves to someone like that? Well, you know, I think what it is is, we have a lot of different communities that are hurting, that are anxious, right? If you live in the rural communities, your jobs have been taken away, right? Been Manufacturing gone. is gone. Your jobs right. have been gone right. if you're been in rural gone, communities. Right? And so mm-hmm. you're struggling now. Mm-hmm. You know, you used to be able to put your kids through school. You can't anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Health care is expensive. Education is expensive. Child care is expensive, right? It's hard to make ends meet. You have the opioid crisis, people, Mm -hmm. mental health issues, right? And so when somebody comes along and gives you somebody else to blame, right, for your situation, you're just going to gravitate to that. You're going to take that. Yeah, it must be those Mexican rapists. It must be those black Black people people, mooching off of the government. Yeah, government. It must be these socialists who just want free stuff. They don't want to work, right? And so that's what Trump did, right? He just came and he, he... gave a story and a narrative, a narrative to help you deal with your anxiety instead of actually giving you the right solution, right? And but, yeah. but that's how we've been operating for a very long time. He just kicked it up a notch right. and, and made everything extreme right. because as long you, you talk about a divide, how was that divide created? And how mm-hmm. has that divide been continued exacerbated, yeah. and exacerbated yeah. and continued on right. without addressing the real need so we can we we allow people to play these games with us psychologically mentally financially Mm -hmm. but the bottom line is it's simple you have you don't have a middle class anymore Mm -hmm. so we're dealing with poverty and people without and you have this small segment of the of the nation that has all the money Mm -hmm. control the money and when you go to different cities you see have their controlling Mm -hmm. the money i went to omaha the same thing that's happening and right here in Tulsa, North Tulsa, with the mm-hmm. gentrification, mm-hmm. the early education programs, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other, moving into older neighborhoods, buying up the property, mm-hmm. it's so much so, oh, we just got that bike lane about two weeks ago. I almost fell out the car. <laughs> I'm like, we just got a bike lane two weeks ago. But we have we have been so busy trying to get to what their that one little percent is as part money, 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 money. We forgot how we're supposed to take care of everybody, how everyone's supposed to be taken care of, pointing the big finger at well, well Cujo, he came from he, he why he get that? Right. Okay, well why she got that? Right. Why? Everybody has a same most people have the opportunity to get where they want to be. But then you have those and we have we have systematic racism, we have systematic everything to I wouldn't even out. say most people. I just would say that uh systematically we're controlled in such a way to where uh certain people can get to where they need to go. Now you have opportunities. The system will allow certain minorities certain to, to slip through the cracks. Right, right. You know, and you can right. stay next door to Mr. Westmeyer and stuff like that. But it's very few, few right. and the numbers are so small. You know, so uh, when that happens, then we sometimes we move away and never come back, mm-hmm. you know, to yeah. the community. Like, right. Kojo, you live here. Yeah. You live yeah. here in North Tulsa, right, right around the corner. You can walk over here right. to this uh, radio station. Exactly. You know, you're right in there. So you know what it feels like to be in an underserved community, right. you know, and you watch the gentrification move into the community. Right. We see that. Sherry, you live over here. Mm-hmm. We all live here mm-hmm. in our community. 
And I think sometime, uh, like I always say, when blacks get $2 past bus fare, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. think we didn't arrive, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's not always like that. But, you know, when we start changing policy and get those people in position who we trust, right. who can make that change in policy, because that's what it's going to take. Right. It's going to take policy change, yeah. you know. But and the, the policy yeah. takes so long yeah. to do. But it's going to take that. It takes, but, but I also think it takes policy and it takes change in hearts and minds, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, policy needs to change. But for instance, you have, you know, um, Brown versus Board of Education. Exactly. And you change policy and you say, let's desegregate the mm-hmm. schools. Right. But if you just change policy and don't change hearts and minds, then right. the white kids and the white families just move to private schools right. or they like move they to did. neighborhoods where. where Right. You can't come. Yeah, right. I understand. Right. That. right. And right. So it takes both. But obviously you have to change policy. We can't ignore that. Um, but hopefully we also get like minded people to see right that everybody benefits when everybody benefits. When everybody right? and that's just right. Because kids in North Tulsa are getting educated doesn't mean kids in South Tulsa are losing anything. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. it's almost like re- regardless, there's always the the idea of there's a loss. Mm-hmm. Somebody's missing out on something and someone else is getting something right, else, you right, know. So right. that's where we get the name calling and mm-hmm. oh, suburban women, be concerned if they're moving out into your neighborhood. That's cold. Mm-hmm. That's cold. Mm-hmm. Like people have, and you know, people are already out in your communities in the suburbs. So how can you say something like that that's enticing, you know, insinuating and causing even more you know, fearfulness mm-hmm. unnecessarily yeah. so, but you do have those that would like, oh my God, yeah. let me. But it's not working because you know people are not buying that. You know, when Donald Trump says, you know, suburban women, I saved your neighborhoods, and let's keep the black people. Out. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, we're not falling for that. There's mm-hmm. nothing going on in our yeah. suburban. I want you to like me, right? Yeah, all of that. It's like, know? no, you you said all <laughs> these crazy things about mm-hmm. grabbing women in their genitals, right? done all these different things you know um women are not just going to be like oh he said love me so we're going to love him and go support him right um and he realizes he's in trouble because oh because he's campaigning hard hard. well the demographic that's going to swing this election is white women in the suburbs right who for the most part voted against hillary in 2016 um but are switching now and for them now they've realized you know like for us, for black people in 2016, we were concerned that racism wasn't a deal breaker for the people that voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. And they made certain excuses. Oh, we're voting for him because of the economy or all right, these different right, things. Right, but we're right. like, but racism was not a deal breaker for you. Right. And that but hurt now us. it is. Right. But now those same white women in the suburbs, they're saying they can't understand why misogyny and sexism is not a deal breaker for their husbands or their brothers-in-law mm-hmm. or their fathers, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, you can relate to us now, right? Right. And right. so, you know, your dad might say, well, I need my 401k, so I'm going to vote for Trump. And then you're saying, well, but dad, he speaks out against women. You know, he talks about assaulting women. He has, you know, 21 mm-hmm. sexual assault allegations against mm-hmm. him and all these different things. And dad is like, well, but 401k in the stock market, right? And so they're concerned about that. Um, and But, you know, that's what has to happen. And me running as a black guy in Oklahoma, right? right? Mm, yeah, I, Oklahoma. In our district, there's only 9% black people, right? So, like, I can't win with just black the black vote. No, I can't win with just the minority vote, right? Mm-hmm. So I've had to go everywhere and so talk Rick, to everybody. So going out in uh, the white neighborhoods and campaigning, what kind of feedback do you get from those neighborhoods, yeah. man? No, it's actually been great. It's restored some sense of hope for me, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, you get told, oh, you're going over here. You got to watch out. You got to speak this way. You got to code switch. But I just come as myself, mm-hmm. right? And I'm telling my story. Mm-hmm. And I'm Have you gotten any about... resistance, any kind of negativity coming from uh, people in uh, predominantly ca- Caucasian neighborhoods? Well, I'll tell you this. When you start to make get traction in those neighborhoods, then you start to get the resistance, right? So first, what happens is certain people start listening to you, and they start saying, oh, I like Kojo. I like mm-hmm. his message, right? right. Mm-hmm. So now that brings the other, other side, side of it. Uh-huh. Like, no, who's this black guy? Who's Coming this over here. socialist? Right. Who wants to just give everybody free stuff? 
Where's he from anyway? He need to go back to where he came from. He need to go back to his country, right? So he started mm-hmm. to get that. So mm-hmm. I always realized we needed about 20% of Republicans to be able to win. So out of every 10 people, 10 Republicans, we need just two of them. Mm-hmm. So cool. if you, you go talk, you cross the street to go talk to the Republicans, you're going to get eight people who are going to be mad at you, going to call you all sorts of nasty names, everything but the child of God, right? But you're not, it's not about them. It's about the two people, two people that, right, trying to get that are sensible. And saying, gonna wait, say, oh, we like this guy. We like this guy. You made me think about something. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, so pro-life, they're not really pro-life. They're just anti-abortion. Because if they were pro-life, they, they would, would care about the 229,000 people who died from coronavirus. Right. right. But they're right. saying it's a hoax. Or infant mortality right? rate. Oh, the and, maternal yeah. infant mortality mm-hmm. rate. Right. So. So, yeah, they're anti-abortion, but don't say you're pro-life. Yeah. And I can still vote for Kojo. Right. 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 And I'm, I don't have blood on my hands just because I vote gang about being compassionate. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, people. yeah. And so that's what you have to do. And I think historically, Democrats and even, you know, I mean, I'm the first black person to be nominated for this position in this district. Right. But Democrats historically that's haven't. That's issue within itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they mm-hmm. haven't been willing to go and really talk to, to Republicans uh, like that. I just had a. You know, Kevin Hearn finally decided to do a forum, right? And you you got a debate with him? Yeah. A debate forum debate with him? How did that in, go, man? It was in Bixby. Yeah, oh, I heard. In a church in Bixby, right? So I already knew I'm going on, right? Yeah. It's not my home church. Right, 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 right. right. And, you ain't in North Tulsa. Yeah, okay. and it was uh, uh-huh. pulled up with a lot of Trump supporters. They had their pickup truck and Trump picture yeah. on their truck and everything. And they packed the room. But, you know, I'm here to bridge the divide. So I'm here to speak to everybody. Wow, and I'm here to that was not neutral at all. Oh, no, no. You would, no, you would think neutral. you would want, you know, someplace in the no, middle. Everybody you were an odd man out. Yeah. But, you know, I was glad to do it because I came here to speak to them, actually. Mm-hmm. Right? What wow. was the uh, – how did yeah. it feel? I mean, it felt good. So in the room, the, the audience, the majority of the audience were, were very hostile. All right? Oh, they were hostile. No, they were very hostile to me and anything I said – if, you know, I talked about Donald Trump waking up every day and intentionally seeking to divide us. And were they booing against, you and, and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. So they were that. mad at that. If you said anything against Trump, they were booing. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, there was a point in the forum where I said, Donald Trump has not paid taxes the last 10 out of the last 15 years. Right. And last year, he only paid $750 in tax. That's fact. Right. They booed. They thought I was lying. No, but this he is said fact. that Mm-hmm. It came out of his mouth. Right. Yeah, I paid so, $700. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. So it's crazy the cult personality that Trump has yeah. built where he can do no wrong. And even wow. when you repeat facts, even things that he has said himself on TV for everybody here, if it's not favorable to him, they're going to go against it. Huh? They go against it. But, but there, he has worked his whole, his whole presidency on that 40% of his base. So that's all he caters to. Right. So, okay, you got that. But that's not going to be enough. To because, win re-election. because those those individuals that are thinking like you know what like you said he hasn't paid taxes in ten years and he just paid seven hundred and fifty dollars and probably twenty one right. on his taxes right. yeah and when and, he was uh when yeah. he he did say I pay a whole lot of right. I pay a millions of dollars I heard him say that on the uh, debate I pay millions of dollars in taxes yeah. he, you he, know? but he owes four hundred and something million exactly, dollars exactly and, and yeah. it's just like you mm-hmm. owe Right, but yeah. you was able to get right. uh, still get a refund. Like, yeah, you are, you know, because the one thing you are hanging your hat on is, oh, I'm a successful business guy, oh, so I can God. handle the economy. Oh God, so you're not no. even a successful business guy. Because no. you owe four hundred million dollars yeah, in yeah, yeah, But but you're saying, but what you're saying is, when you're giving people the facts, right? Okay, they're still saying no. They're still saying that's is right. that that yeah. just. But, but you know, cognitive thinking, yeah. what is it's just right. And, and so we have work to do, even after the election, win or lose. Um, we still have work to do because that's a yeah. significant, you know, portion of our electorate. Right. Our yeah, you community. don't give up. You just keep going. You keep going. And you, yeah, you got to you, at the end of the day, you have to believe in truth. You have to believe that there are more sensible people that right. they're not because if they're not if. If they're not more sensible people, then the game is over. over. You're right. It is right because I can't convince you if you're not sensible. Right. I can. I'm gonna come with facts. I'm gonna come with truth. I'm gonna come with signs. All right. So if you don't believe in that, then it's over. So, but I believe throughout this process. I mean, I've been doing this for a whole year now. I've met sensible people. I've met people who've been voting Republican their whole life, 
and they're like, I'm voting for you this year. I'm voting for the Democrat this year, right? Because mm-hmm. I see what's going on. And so Trump talks about the silent majority. Well, the silent majority is actually with us, mm-hmm. right? They're the folks that have been watching this whole time, and they yes. see the tweets. They right. see the crazy. Right. They see the president of the United States contracting by the virus. Right, 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 and and spending time in the hospital and coming out and saying he's immune, mm-hmm. there's a miracle cure, and he's still holding rallies with a whole bunch, a bunch of, people of people not wearing masks. Like and this, people, and like, people have crazy. died. People yeah. are dying. It's as though he it's as though died he, as a result of attending. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, the whole White House, the staff in the White, White House, House, all the so people are seeing this at home on the struggle bus because yeah. you know that man had it hard. He had it really, yeah, really yeah, he did. Underline the underlying issues, oh, health God, issues. Yeah. God. And, and even yeah. Trump had it hard because as mm-hmm. he walked up that step, those breathing you could hard see he was trying to get mm-hmm. if God was always mm-hmm. he could have mm-hmm. fell out right yeah. then and there. Yeah. And he has the best medical care in the, in world, the world, you know. More than anyone. More than He's anybody. the president yeah. of the United States. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Walter Reed yeah, Pump the best doctors, so right. number one doctors, no number one care. They're giving him medicine that is not even available to, to regular right. day exactly. people. Right. You know, and, and black and brown, the sad thing is black and brown people are the ones suffering the, the most, most from this, right? Mm-hmm. We're right. we're taking it, you know, on the on the chin. So right. it's yeah. unfortunate. He's um <laughs> he's, he's just a trip. He's a trip to he, me, he man. He, he's just a big trip yeah, to he me. He should man. have his own travel agent. Yeah, he's a trip. He should. <laughs> <laughs> he's a travel because he's he looks he looks like a mental health case to me. The mm. way he talks and acts and he yeah. his expressions on the like he needs well, mental health. People have called him a narcissist. Yeah, and you know he really does. With that comes a lot of other issues, but. When your voice is the only voice of reason in the room and you have, like, oh, my God, every yeah. person possible, <laughs> every person possible, the experts in their field, and you know more than them. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Yeah. You don't know how to be quiet and listen. Yeah. Okay. Now, Kojo, you know, since we're on the radio and we got listeners out there and people listening, explain to everyone what your platform is. What are you – plan on doing if elected tomorrow, you know, which we hope you will be. And that's the hope. What are you planning on changing and doing? Yeah. How are you going to come in that thing? You know? Well, first of all, I think, you know, our message, what I'm realizing more and more is that our message of bridge the divide is very, very important. All right. So I will already, I'm going to be a leader who comes in saying, I recognize that we need healing. Right. It's easy to build walls. It's easy to get angry and, you know, demonize those who don't support you or anything like that. If I'm elected, the message I have to send is I'm representing all the residents in the first congressional district, whether you're mm-hmm. black, white, Hispanic, Native American, Asian, whether you're Republican, independent, Democrat, libertarian, right, old, young, I'm representing everybody first and foremost. All right. Second of all is, I think we have to shore up our democracy, right? We need to turn the page on voter suppression, mm-hmm. on right making it difficult for certain groups of people to vote, right? And I think Congress needs to pass a Voting Rights Act, right? Name it after the great John Lewis. Oh, right? that was great. Fantastic. Right? You know, mm-hmm. he fought for this, you know, um, because what happens is leaders like Donald Trump are able to win because they suppress the vote, vote right? right. Um, and, and then, you know, when we don't even know if the president of the United States is going to submit to a peaceful transition of power, that is a problem, right? When we have big power. Iran big and Russia and China influencing our, our election, election, right? Like if we, can't, information if we yeah. can't choose the right leaders, then we can't even move to talking about policy, right? right that works for people, right? Um, and so we really have to shore that up because there are consequences for electing the wrong people, like rejecting science, right? like allowing a coronavirus crisis to just go on Hate and on liar. and on, unabated, right? So, so I think those are things we have to really fix to just turn the page on the last four years, right? 
And then, obviously, we have to deal with this coronavirus. You know, well, it's number, it's number to, one. It's, it's, yeah, it is. It's number, it's number one. one in we the have country. To, and we have to listen. Like, Dr. Fauci has been predicting this the whole time. Right. He all told along. us. And, 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 and Trump August. won't listen to him. He won't him. listen, right? He, he won't listen to the scientists, right. you know, so, yeah. the people who know. So, so it's not about not knowing what to do. We know what to do. Choose which not is not to. listening <laughs> and following what the scientists say, right. right? And so we're stuck in this cycle. And so, so like, I'm glad that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, right, have a plan. They're going to be listening to the scientists and the experts, right? We don't. It sucks, right? Um, Great Britain just ordered a shutdown of right. the whole nation. Yeah, right? I heard. A right. I mean, shutdown. if we don't get it. Together, together really quickly we're gonna have to do the same thing i know nobody wants to do that right? and, yeah. and, and having a shutdown in the winter months is more difficult oh, than goodness. what we were doing in march and right. april that's true because, right. throughout the summer you know right. you're, you're, you're dealing with temperatures right you're dealing with you know and then you whether got, or not utilities got, will stay right, on exactly. those type of things then you've got the other elements of like pneumonia and flu right. and right virus, that kind of stuff coming yeah. in in the winter months right. you know flu, flu, flu season, season. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah so so we have to take it seriously like we have we have to wear our masks i mean literally there was just um, pictures and videos of people out partying, right? Right here in Tulsa, just big crowds. Yeah, right? no, I've seen that. Yeah, and it's just unfortunate. Yeah, I know people spot. are tired, right? I know people are tired, but we're going through a surge, right? Right. Um, a third surge right now. Um, so, so the thing is, you need leadership. Leadership from the top down is going to take it seriously. Is going to say, "Hey, everybody, this is very serious. We have to take it seriously." Right. Um, and we have to do the things that are necessary. And then hopefully we give ourselves some breathing room until we have a vaccine. Get better. Right. Obviously, yeah. we know once a vaccine comes, we're going to have, a, have another debate because but, there are going to be people who don't trust the vaccine. Okay. People yeah. don't want to take a vaccine. Um, so the government needs to be as transparent as mm-hmm. possible with that give vaccine. Us, exactly. Give us as much information as mm-hmm. possible. No guinea pigs. Right. Don't come into the black community and try to use the black community as guinea pigs. Exactly. That, that's what I was thinking. First and foremost, We're going to test it out on these black yeah, folks and no. see what happens. Let's, well, let's make sure all the trials are done and we have as much information as possible so we can actually trust it. At Meharry, they have funding to test the vaccine. So they've been doing that. And they've been trying to get 30,000 people to complete their you know, trial group, mm-hmm. but they're having a hard time doing that, even with black historical you know, medical institution. Right, so right. it is going to be hard for us. And even the professionals, like, they're like, it's yeah. going to be a while right. before you even get a good vaccine. So right. we still have to practice these techniques right. and best practices that we currently have in right. place. So that's the only yeah. way Wearing we're going to be able to change, to, to, yeah. to beat this. simple, but it's wear the mask, wash your hands, wash mm-hmm. your distance, social distances, don't have... Big gatherings, right? And hopefully right. Mm-hmm. we won't have a president. And go get tested. Course, right? Get tested. I got no. tested yesterday. I but went, here's the other I thing. You tested. can get tested and people test positive, but people right. are not telling who they've been in contact yeah. with. Well, a lot of people don't remember who they've been in contact with. It's, you know, and that's what, so people who really socialize a lot, they don't know. But the best thing to do is go get tested. So you'll know. I got tested yesterday. I went to Walgreens, okay. just drove through the thing. They gave me a nose, do, right. do your nose and put it back in the thing. And then they give you a phone call and, hey, but you're that negative. Doesn't mean you're, that doesn't mean you're infection free forever. Right. No, 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 no. It's you're like infection free. 14, I like for me, it's just like right okay. now I'm infection free, but hey, I could catch COVID tomorrow. Yeah, right. exactly. You know That's what I mean? Right. I understand how that works. But at least you know where you're at. Right. You know, if you do the proper things, I mean, you know, go get tested and check yourself out. Yeah. You know, and. But, you know, we've all learned so much through this process, right? Like, trust is very important. And Mm -hmm. when you don't trust your leaders, it makes it hard to solve problems, right? Because you don't believe if Trump says there's a vaccine today, do we trust that? The majority you know, of people or are like, no. political, right? And mm-hmm. so we need to restore trust in our elected leaders. He was saying we were going to have a vaccine before the election. Right. That's right. what he was saying. But that was he, his propaganda. Yeah, but he, yeah. he, he, he lies, man, a lot. Of course. Yeah. We know he just lies, yeah. lies, lies. He makes up things and he, he fabricates a situation like we're just doing great in America mm-hmm. and everything is just fine and blah, 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 blah. But in it's not mind, that way. That's his, in, that's, his, in his world, in, in his, his head, mind. everything is fine. 
Uh, everything yeah. is fine because it doesn't necessarily affect him personally. He's so far removed from reality. That's why he can get up. Well, he's not say, out here with us. Right. And he, he don't get know. Say what he you know. Has, you but, know? you know, I think what my advice, I mean, what my advice to myself and to all elected officials who are hungering for is leaders who are human, just like us, mm-hmm. and are going to look us square in the eye. Transparent. Just, just be transparent. Just talk to mm-hmm. us, right? We don't need no talking points. We don't need no nice-sounding words. Just be real with us, right? right? Like like a doctor, a doctor that's going to deliver a difficult message to you. When you go to the doctor and you're sick, you don't want them telling you nice-sounding words. Just give me the truth and the facts, doctor, right. Right? right? And then we can deal with how we go forward. go forward, right? And so, like, that's what we want, and hopefully... Joe Biden can be that. Kamala Harris can right. be that. Don't try to appease anybody. It's not about politics, right? It's about a nation that is hurting right now, a nation that is not healthy socially, physically, physically right? And so let's really deal with this, right, and restore trust once again in our leaders and just get, you know, put 2020 behind us. Get oh. to, boy, 2020 has been <laughs> a know, booger. Oh my Lord. It's been for, something for else. For here every last one of us, yeah, it yeah. has been like, just Man. the blink of an eye. But hopefully tomorrow is going to be a great silver lining right? yes. because we're going to have hope once again. Um, I believe it's going to be a blue or blue tsunami, but that doesn't mean you should be um, complacent. Like you have to go cast your vote. All right? right. You have to go out and vote um, and exercise your right to vote. Don't let anybody take away your power. Right? Don't just sit home. Don't say this doesn't matter. This really does matter. Right. Yeah. And in this year, you have a whole lot of Republicans who are actually going to vote Democrat. So if you're a Democrat, your vote matters. If you're North your, Tulsa, your, your vote, vote matters. matters right? this year. So wouldn't it your be a shame matters. for us to have done the work we've done going to Bartlesville, Owasso, Collinsville, Sand Springs, Bixby, Jenks. That's your district, mayor, right? Got, yeah, got the mayor County. of Jenks endorsing us. Right. And. That wow. all people just sit at home and okay. don't go add to that vote. Mm-hmm. Let's go back. Right. You said you got the mayor, the mayor of Jane. Yes. That's major. He endorsed yeah, you, huh? Yeah, he endorsed Oh, that's a great right. step. It's, it's a great step, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody just actually told me on another show, they said, do you know that Jenks used to be a sundown town mm-hmm. historically? That's yeah, like yeah. Major. yeah and now that. you have the mayor endorsing a resident of North Tulsa who's running for Congress. Right? Right. It's crazy. It's, you know, right. so we have the chance to really make history. Right. And, and so, yeah, so you have to go vote. You don't have to love Biden. You know, if you don't love Biden, go vote against Trump, right? Vote against Trump because he needs to be out of there. He right? does. He, he needs to go. Hurting, he is hurting black and brown, brown people. people. He is hurting women. He is hurting the elderly. He's hurting Republicans. Mm-hmm. Right. He, so like he needs to go. Yeah, he needs to go. He go just somewhere. stranded. He went to what was it, Omaha? Yeah. Yes, and left. People were people stranded in the, in the airport. He his plane left at nine, and people didn't. The last bus didn't leave till like twelve thirty, in the you know a.m. Right. Seven people had to go to the hospital. Like, he does not care about people. He cares about himself and nobody what he else. Does. That's it. Right. And he is not fit to be the leader of the free world. When Republican mothers tell me they have to turn off the TV when, when they the see president him comes on the TV screen. Like, what is that? You heard that, huh? Well, yes. Mm-hmm. I had a kindergarten teacher say, you know, kindergarten, we're always asking our students, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she said, for the first time, a student, a boy, white boy said, I want to be president of the United States. And she was taken aback. <laughs> like, I hope you're not talking about Donald Trump. Right. right. Like right. We should be able to celebrate when our kids say they want to be, we'll president, be president of the United States. But now which one? We, we are listening with trepidation <laughs> right. when they right. say that. Right. It's the, the president and the, our leaders should be people that are role models. They should represent the best of us. We should be able to look at them and point to them and say to our kids, hey, you need to be like that when you right. grow up. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the best that we have to offer. Is Donald Trump the best we have to offer? Absolutely no. not. He, he appeals to the not. worst instincts. Right. Um, and I'll just say it. He is not good. He is not a good person. He has shown us who he is. And this election, we already know who Donald Trump is. He's shown us who he is. This election is about who we are. We are. Right? Mm-hmm. And right. we are going to show the world who we are. Right? What kind of America are we? What kind of country yeah. are we? Because we've been, we've been, we've been the laughing stock of the world for the last four years. Since January. You know, 16. Okay. And it's like, wow, how could they elect someone like him? Right. Who, uh, he's a, he's a, he's a bully. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. he he networks with tyrants mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. all over the world, right. the bad boys of the world. Strong men. Strong. You don't never hear him talking to anybody of good standards. Mm-hmm. You know, from another country. Yeah, he's fighting you know. those people. Yeah, he yeah, fights. He, fights, he yeah. fights against those people. So yeah. he's in. He's yeah. something else. Intellectually, yeah. he cannot stand on the same yeah. platform. Yeah. Like he, yeah, intellectually, he can't yeah. do it. And a yeah. lot of them have called him on it, and mm-hmm. he knows that. Yeah, he knows his shortcomings. That's why he does yeah. what he does. And the bad boys. And, but my yeah. problem mm-hmm. is the people that are the people that are with you and do not call you out on your shortcoming. Right. And when they do, you immediately get rid of yeah. them. So that's clue for everybody else that's around you right. to like, okay, this is not someone we want. Because our governor is a big fan of Trump. Mm-hmm. I don't care what Oh, he he's said. a main fan of Trump. He's big time. Another, another young um, Republican governor is Florida. Mm-hmm. He's another fan. So mm-hmm. we have people within the system them. Who are fans of Trump? Are, it's like do anything they possibly can to stay in his favor, so to speak, yeah. so they can get whatever it is yeah. they can get from yeah. him. Yeah. So that's I got a problem with people yeah. that that's, are in the system. Yeah, that that's, are, I do yeah. too. That's why you can't just put all of this on Trump. So Trump, like we said, we know who he is, but who has enabled him? Right. right? And we have these congressmen. Uh, my opponent included. We have these senators, and they've just stood by as he has just, you know, rot Harvick on our democracy, right? And these are leaders. Right. Leadership is about stepping up and being leaders, up, being a leader, out. having courage, right. Right. right? Having courage. You right. don't just sit by and say that's not my role to call out the president. That what? is your role. It is your role. You mm-hmm. have to defend our democracy. True. So, yeah. It's, and say, it's this is what's really crazy. I was looking at, um, uh, I'm always reading USDA because USDA mm-hmm. is where all the money is. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, there was funding given to Haskell County for their broadband. So, that was like $22 million. Like, mm. And this was October the 27th, 26th, and the 24th. Mm-hmm. We received federal funding because mm-hmm. federal funding has to be gone by yet 31st. Right, okay, right. so boom, boom, boom. So, whose district is that? Not your district. Yeah. It's district two. District two, yeah. Mark but, Wayne Muller. Right, yeah. right. So it's like it, it Mark just goes, Wayne Muller. It just goes to show mm-hmm. how, you know, we'll throw some money there, and they love, they absolutely love him in that district. Right. When you leave Tulsa County mm-hmm. and you go to other counties, right. mm-hmm. you will see like oh. My God, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was like this, yeah, but it yeah, is. Yeah. So, and you know, the thing is this: um, there's a Latin phrase, "reductio ad absurdum." Right? The way you deal with this is you reduce it to absurdity, right? Because oh. it is absurd, mm-hmm. right? What Trump is positing, what people like Mark Wayne Mullen or Kevin Hearn are positing about what makes our country work, what our communities need to thrive. And so what we need and what I'm going to really advocate for are for everyday Americans to be able to participate Mm -hmm. in our electoral process and to run for office, right? right? And to speak to people directly and tell them the truth. Because for so long, we've just relinquished this debate right, to certain people. And they just go and they just spew this, like, BS, quite frankly, that is not true. And people just eat it up. Right. And you, we need to present a contrast, right? We need to present truth and fact, plain fact, right, to people. Um, and I think if we do that, people are sensible enough, right, to make the right decision. Right. right? But, but when we leave that up and we just chalk it up to, oh, well, those folks are just, you know, racist or they're deplorables or, like, there's no convincing them, then, yeah, well, then they're going to follow Donald Trump's of the world. And it's almost like yeah, they've given up. You know, it has nothing to do. It's separate and apart and outside of me because that does not interfere with my life one way or the other. Right. But when it comes to taxes, that kind of thing, it has mm-hmm. a major effect on you. Right. When it comes to the type of health care that we're receiving, right. like the bill we had, <laughs> wait, the one vote for health care funding, that was a bald-faced lie mm-hmm. because our governor at the re- returned the money. Right. So now all of a sudden it's like 
and but people didn't people didn't see that because you were so removed yeah. from what's actually happening happening in Washington. Right. So right. I thought that was just like really, and it was on the ballot, and oh, I don't even know if it passed or not, but it was just one of those like really, really. Yeah. So, yeah. You so, don't know. so where do you think that the most pain is coming from with people? What's their frustration? Or I mean, you, you're I mean, talking to all of them out there. So, yeah. what do you think is their main one? Some one some of their main concerns and frustrations. Well, I mean, the main concerns, the three main concerns when you poll across Oklahoma, um, one is the coronavirus. Yeah, right? we know and that our one. Response to that, mm-hmm. um, education funding. Right, we know education funding wow. is, is horrible in our here in state, Oklahoma. Here in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. right. Um, Health care is tied to that as well. We're second in the nation in the percentage of people who don't have access to health care. Mm-hmm. People talk about jobs, right? We need jobs. But all these things are connected, right? right. If you're underfunding and defunding your education system, it's going to affect the jobs that you can attract. Right. Right. Um, and, and so all these different things are um, affected. Obviously, criminal justice is also connected to that because we are last when it comes to funding our education system, the first, first when it comes prison. to incarceration, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so we just, and at the end of the day, it all binds together and it leads to this notion that this is embarrassing, right? Our our state has become a national embarrassment, right? Our, our governor <laughs> wow. was the first, our governor was the first governor contract the coronavirus. And did not. Right. And he said he was shocked that he was the first one, but he was out in the restaurants, right? Eating. Eating. No right? mask. He wasn't even wearing a mask. And after he contracted it and he um, was... You know, he recovered, um, thank God. He came out to his first press conference afterwards with no mask. mask and then they asked him, hey, what's going on? You just had it. He said, well, I already had it, so I can't get it again. Yeah, that's well, not where true. did you hear that? What doctor, what expert told you told you, you can't, can't get, it, get again. it again? Right. So it's just, come on. Like, we are better than this. We're better mm-hmm. than this. And um, so, so like, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm excited. I don't even want to get negative because I'm excited. We, yeah. I mean, I'm excited about what's happening. Seeing so many people stand in line these last three days. I was going, one of those people. Right? You mm-hmm. right? stand in line for three hours. Yeah. yeah. Which right. is ridiculous. Right? Yeah. Right. You should, you, I didn't understand that process just, either. That I was thought a little early voting was supposed to be efficient and quick. Efficient, convenient. Let and me fast. do that. Right? But I, I wasn't in there no three hours. Right? No. But so many people said, was, COVID, two hours I stood long. in line for three no. hours to vote for you. I'm like, thank you. But, like, that's ridiculous. Right? right. But you have to stand in line for mm-hmm. three hours, right, just to cast a vote. So we need to do something about that. And that comes from the election, the county election board. I overheard someone say that they were given X amount of dollars. And it's like, you guys figure it out. They weren't really given any real direction of what to do. Exactly. So So they didn't have the resources. They didn't have a plan. No, but again, that puts you in a situation where you're responsible for, quote unquote, what could be viewed as voter suppression. Right. Because your county election board didn't do its job, you know? Yeah, because we live in a democracy. Right, the most important office in the democracy is not congressman; it's citizen. And the way you express your power as a citizen is through your vote. And mm-hmm. so, like, yeah, we need to take this seriously. We need to have plans. We need to have a whole committee of people coming up with the best and efficient mm-hmm. ways to vote and right. to make it as simple as possible for people to vote, so more people can vote well, and more people can have their voice heard. Right? But but tomorrow, I expect that a whole lot of people are going to. Um, wake up and they're going to go to the polls and they're going to exercise that right to vote all right um and we're going to get good news right tomorrow mm-hmm. evening yeah. tomorrow right, evening. right about do you think that the, you think that about 8 30 is when the news about is going to come in 8 45 i think we're, we're oklahoma we're one of the states where they count the early voting um ballots they can count those before election day so, so they're they counting them now so they count them now yeah, yeah so they're mm-hmm. doing it now so on election day they just have to count What's on election day? And so we should get it by the end of the night for Oklahoma. Some states have to wait until election day to start the count. Mm -hmm. So those states, we might have to wait for a little Mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. Explain to some of the, I know, I know the process, but explain to people who lived way across town and their Mm -hmm. polling place was across town Mm -hmm. and now they live somewhere else. Right. You know, and they, now what's the process with that? I mean, go to okvoterportal.com. OKVoterPortal.com, and you can type in your name, and it will give you and your address, and it will give you where your polling station is, 
what time it's open, what time it closes, and all the procedures. Is that for your old polling place? Is that what it is? Well, if you you put your your current address in, Mm -hmm. then it'll give you what your polling place is. Well, now... They'll also tell you what address you registered on under. All right. right so, exactly. yeah. So, if it's I know that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Under the last one, then you'll say, okay, let me go to whatever polling place is for the, the last address. one. Yeah, for the last I'm one. Go vote over there. Go huh? vote over there. But, yeah. yeah don't, some you people, have to be determined to vote. Yeah. So don't let nobody take away your vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't yeah. let them do it. Don't let now, them do it. I understand there. Are they still at, here at Driller Stadium? They're back at the election board, right? Well, they're back at the election board, and then. Um, Right, obviously, polling places are all over. So for me, for instance, my polling place is Rudisville Library. Yeah, me too. All right, so that's where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on where you live and what precinct you're voting, polling place might be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Right, but the Driller Stadium was just for early voting. For early voting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I voted early. Yeah, yeah I stood yeah, out there. Okay. I got I got there early. Right. So I wasn't able. I didn't have to stand three, four hours. Right. right. And I was right up in there. Yeah. Yeah. You well, know, thank you to everybody who voted early and stood in line. And I know so many people voted by mail. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in our district, by eighty-seven, over eighty-seven thousand votes have already been cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so you know, so that's that's great on you for exercising your right. And if yeah. you haven't yet voted, right, tomorrow's election day, you need go to out vote. And do it. People, do it. people died so you could have that right. right. You know, as right. a minorities, you know, right. and uh, those people who understand that. You know, you need to get out and vote. Yeah. If it wasn't so important, they wouldn't be trying so hard to take it away. That's yeah. Right. To suppress it. All right. Right. So. That's, you know, so Kojo Osamoa Caesar, we're going to take a little, what they say, pause for the calls, yeah. and we're going to come right back. You can dial a number if you want to talk to Kojo, 646-716-5525. Don't forget to press that one button. Kojo Osamoa Caesar for Congress. Remember that Congress. And we're going to be right back. Okay. Thank you.
Bobby Eaton Show, where we tell our stories our way. Uh, he's always welcome here, and we always uh, have a great time 
uh, talking to Kojo. So, hey, you're on the Bobby Eaton Show where we tell our stories our way. Every Monday, Wednesday, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, you know, you can dial in. If you got any ideas or something you'd like to talk about, email us at eatonmusic2 at gmail.com, or you can inbox me, Bobby Eaton, you know, Facebook. Inbox me. Text me. Uh, here's my here's my number. I'm going to give it out. Area code 832-443-9499. Again, 832-443-9499. Text me, call me. If you got an idea, something you'd like to do, or something of importance that deals with our community, our children, our people, you know, always here for you. Well, let that let you know that we're starting up, uh, some of you may have known, uh, a community garden is going to take place off of uh, MLK and 31st Street, right across the street from the Maybe Center. Uh, we've purchased some property over there, not forgotten children, you know, 31st and MLK. Kira, you shaking your head like what? We'll talk offline. Okay. All right. Right across from uh, uh, the Maybe Center right there. We're going to start a community garden, headed up by Dean Finley and some others in the community. Uh, we're going to invite kids and things to come and uh, participate. So, hey, get ready. When the weather changes, we get ready to knock knock down some trees and all kinds of stuff like that. Juice Radio Show every Thursday night. They're here at 6 p.m. Young people coming together doing radio their way. So it is uh, pre-election day right here at the Bobby Eaton Show. And uh, we want you guys to get out tomorrow. You got to get up, get up early in the morning, you know, and go out and you know, dress up, you know, where you're warm and stuff and go vote. V-O-T-E. Go vote. And that's what we want you to do. So uh, tomorrow, that's the day. We got to get this guy out of office right here. I want to see him go. Don't you, Sherry? Oh, he has to go. He'll be gone by next week. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> He'll be just gone. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to like, ooh, everybody's going to rejoice. He's he going to throw a temper tantrum. Yeah, he's going he to snatch the curtains off the wall yeah, of the right. White House. Exactly. <laughs> he's going to ask for his, his uh, uh, pacifier. No, I didn't want to stay here anyway. Where's my tired. pacifier? I was you know? tired of staying here. I get mm-hmm. to go back to my penthouse. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's where he needs to go. He needs to get on up out here. No, he got they got some they got some pretty handcuffs waiting for him. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, hey, we're not gonna stay on tonight as long as we normally do. Um uh, Bobby Eaton show. Show's recorded. For those uh, who missed the show, uh you can go to uh just Google the Bobby Eaton show. And it's all right there. Code Joe Osamoa Caesar for Congress. Remember that name, Code Joe. So when you go vote, you know, just do it. And also, 805, Proposition 805. I'm voting yes. What about you, Sherry? I've already voted. So. I already voted and stuff, yeah. yeah. So I voted for 805. 805. Yeah. We need that because a lot of people are incarcerated who are doing yeah. long-term sentences. For, for a little or nothing. For a little video crime. Exactly. You know. and, and, you know, it took Demaria Monday to explain that to me, how mm-hmm. how they just put one one charge on top of the other charge. Right. And Stack people, them up. Right. And people, you know, get those exorbitant amount of time for a little bit of nothing. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of It's just hard. Crime. To, hard to get out of that. Hard to bounce back from that. Real hard. Yes, real hard. Life is kind of messed up. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So you guys, take care. Until the next time, we want you to just feel free. Uh, to, you know, tune in. Tell a family member. Tell a friend. Tell somebody. You know what's going on right there. You know. All right.
Ladies and gentlemen, the all new KBOB 89.9 FM, Black on Black Community Radio. Sometimes a very 